everybody, welcome to another episode of Fika Drotni. Yes, we have been MIA, missing in action for a bit because there's so many things that's going on at the moment. First, we have the um, cyber attack on our host that has been resolved and then there's so many other things that's happening um, in my life. <laughs> so I was so occupied that it was just impossible to have some episodes out there on air and for that I truly apologize it's been really been really really busy and if you're wondering where I am at the moment I am making this recording at Marche Suntech City and it's like um, 10 30 in the morning I've just finished my daily morning routine and here I am finally I'm able to sit down and have an well outdoor recording whenever possible so to all of you who have been waiting for this episode thank you so much i truly truly appreciate it and if you are new to this podcast welcome welcome <laughs> so for the past few weeks we have been uh, missing an action have you been uh, listening to our previous episodes so it's okay if you have not um you can do it well now <laughs> right after this episode because everything is still there yes we are in the middle of upgrading our website as well that's why if you have been religiously following us you may notice that there has not been any update of late um yeah it's a lot of work actually and like like i said a lot of things has been happening for the past eight weeks oh my god i can't believe we were missing in action for many many weeks and i'm glad that i have got the time to do something today so how are you guys i really miss chatting with you i really miss doing this actually and yep like i said uh, i will try my very best to squeeze in time to do all this despite of my super busy schedule so this is well, March is ending. Well, in fact, when this episode is out, uh, March has already been uh, bye-bye. <laughs> um, it's amazing because uh, how time flies, actually. Uh, to think that we started this a year ago during the so-called lockdown right here in Singapore and I am here stuck in my birth country. Everything was restricted, but now there's a little bit of leeway. So here I am, one year later, still here. And for all of you, like um, like I said earlier, for all of you who have been following me for the past year, 365 days, thank you so much for your loyalty. I truly, truly appreciate it. So, if this is your first time and you're wondering what this podcast is all about, um, it's basically about me and my obsession with fika, mm-hmm, a culture in Sweden whereby people just have coffee and it's not just a coffee break, it's a social event. Well, if you'd like to find out more about fika, you can always... Um, scroll down on your Spotify or Deezer or whichever platform you're listening to me from um, to find out a little bit more about Fika. And of course, I do share my little experience living in Sweden for almost 10 years. And of course, in this podcast, I will introduce um, Swedish phrases. Uh, we started out with uh, Swedish words and then I received a lot of feedback and requests that I ought to introduce Swedish phrases, simple phrases to you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing. And of course, since I am stuck here still in Singapore, I am going to talk a little bit about the Singapore culture and you make your own um, deduction. Oh, what a big word, deduction. Uh, how similar our coffee culture 
to Sweden. So don't go away. I have a lot of things to share with you today. So I guess by the time this podcast is on the air um, in Sweden, we will be celebrating Easter, or we say Post. P-A with a little circle on the top, S-K, Post. So Easter is celebrated slightly different, I suppose. I mean, all along when I'm living in Singapore, I have no idea uh, of how Easter is celebrated other than, you know, uh, knowing that some of my friends living in a really interesting neighborhood whereby they go egg hunting. So I guess it's similar in Sweden. However, mm-hmm. the difference is you will see girls, little girls dressed up as little witches and going around knocking on doors asking for um, sweets. So it's some kind of similar to Halloween, but you would see only girls dressed up as little witches. The boys, yeah. Uh, not so much but I don't I do see boys putting on some kind of like costume to go along with the big sisters and little sisters but yeah it was really interesting that um, in Sweden girls dressed up in witches costume going around with a little basket asking for sweets or I would say chocolate eggs mm-hmm. and hunting for bunnies so, so that's one difference and of course the house would be decorated with you know, feathers and little chicks and rabbits and I mean not literal like rabbits, rabbits, real rabbits but probably little soft toys or little ornaments around um, the house and outside the house to commemorate this uh, wonderful celebration. One of the things that I really like about Easter in Sweden is because it is in spring so the weather is not too hot and not too cold it's log of just nice for me I haven't really been involved in going like you know from house to house because uh, I'm a grown-up <laughs> but I did have the experience of giving out candies or chocolate uh, eggs to all the little cute girls in their costumes knocking on the door so Sweden's Easter festivities involves, if you're talking about food, hmm, as we are, this podcast is all about food and fika, what you always see on, I would say, all Sweden's festivities is smurgos boot, that is a sandwich table, I would say, smurgos, a sandwich boot is table. And you will see all kinds of Swedish food, sweet treats and decorative crafts uh, with all these um, egg dishes, herring, salmon, um, some vegan alternatives if you have friends or family that are vegan, and of course, the candies. Did you know? Since 1844, Swedish Easter has been celebrated according to the Gregorian calendar. Until in the 1970s, it was observed as a religious event so on that day it, it's called the uh, red day it's it's a public holiday and in recent decades um, somehow this celebration has become secularized uh, yet incorporating a blend of um, christianity folk- folklore and um, old norse traditions so it's it's really really unique you have to be in sweden to really experience this because words that are coming out of my mouth can never compare to the experience that you have when you are there. Did you know? According to folklore, a witch-like character flew on a broom to a mythical island of Blokula on Good Friday to mingle with the devil returning on Easter Day. 
Swedish children started dressing up as Easter witches in the early 19th century in western parts of the country. And over the years, the tradition spread nationwide, remaining popular until this very day. The costume is decided... Um, Kids just have like old scarf and tie around their heads, mismatching with uh, colorful dresses and aprons, face faces painted with bright red cheeks and freckles. So you can imagine, you know, it's really, really cute. And uh, in Easter, the sweets are very, very big on sweets. So if you enter any supermarkets, regardless, cool, uh, Ika, there are like specialty candy shops along Drottninggatan, Gamlastan, oh yes. You gotta be there, so you have lots and lots of sweets and chocolates there. <coughs> Easter craft to try at home. Mm. Easy. One of the things that I remember getting involved with while I was there is um, making Easter eggs. So what you need is just eggs and some paints. Okay. If you have children with you, make sure it's a. Uh, acrylic and it's safe for the little ones otherwise you can use uh, I guess any paint um, I'm not so sure what watercolor I've always used the oil based uh, paint to paint my eggs um, so what you need to do is to actually empty the egg first so you can just poke a little hole with a pin you take all your paints and paint your eggs if, if you're very clumsy like me and you don't want to use real eggs well there are uh, fake eggs that you can get from the craft shop. Stockholm Central, there are lots of uh, art shops. They even sell a set, like a box set, you know, where you can have your paint. I mean, it's, it's prepared for you already. So in this box, you have your fake eggs, you have your paint, you have your brushes. And then it's entirely up to you how you want to paint your eggs. So I think this is a great activity that you, have, you can have with your family and friends, regardless of age, to come together and just do something fun. Of course, if you prefer to have the styrofoam kind of egg, yeah, go ahead, why not? But if you're kind of like uh, going into the kitchen kind of thing, you can try to make some uh, chocolate eggshells. Mm. And then if you want to do that, you might want to think about getting the mold for the eggshells. And of course, you need your chocolate, your ingredients, and make sure you have the right way of doing it. You know, just go out there and have fun making eggs. Uh, for for Easter. <coughs> food. Mm, my favorite part of the topic. <laughs> Swedish food associated with Easter. Easter has not always been some kind of like a big food fest unlike Christmas. Usually what you see on the table uh, is usually boiled eggs. Swedish egg salad with anchovies. And then you have pickled herring which is still very popular. There's so many variety of uh, pickled herring. You can have the one that's infused with spices and cloves and onion or mustard. Um, and then you have salmon. It's either poached, fried or served chill in uh, what do you call it? Gravlax mm? or uh, smoke form. Mm, yum, yum. And you also might see Jonsson's Fereltese. Jonsson's Fretelse or in direct translation, Jonsson's uh, Temptation. Oh, I love this. Okay, it's a little bit salty. It's a gratin-like dish made from potatoes, cut into strips and layered with onions and anchovies. Yeah, it's a little bit salty, but it goes really well if you have like hard bread at the side or you have a boiled egg at the side. I always look forward to this. I have not tried making it, 
we always buy it from the store and we warm it up in the oven. And then another thing that you will see on on the table during Easter celebration is Vesterbotten pie. Mm, this is Vesterbotten cheese. It's it's a kind of quiche with uh, extra matured cheese. It's a delicacy originally from uh, Burtresk uh, in Norrbotten. If you love cheese, so that is one pie you can give it a go. Uh, for me, I am lactose intolerant. I do enjoy my cheese, but I have to be very disciplined when it comes to how much cheese that I can eat because, you know, when you are lactose intolerant, you eat a lot of cheese, you will, um, hmm, you will <laughs> fart a lot. <laughs> Sometimes on a Swedish Easter table, you will see lamb. According to visitsweden.com, lamb entered the Easter table in the 20th century, drawing on ancient Jewish traditions as well as the biblical Easter lamb, which Jesus and his disciples gathered to eat on Mount the Thursday. So from the 1930s, Easter ham were added to the repertoire. Hmm, interesting. And moving along, as you know, we evolved. There are vegan options or vegetarian options for our vegetarian and vegan friends. One of the things that uh, is there uh, for vegans are replacing chopped eggs with mushroom and potato. Uh, I think there's a dish called Gubrura, if I'm not wrong, if that's how I pronounce it. Yeah, it, it's originally made of chopped eggs and chives. For our vegan friends, replace the chopped eggs with potato. <laughs> potato and mushroom, adding red onion, chives and plant-based creme fraiche. Hmm, that's interesting. I've never seen any plant-based creme fraiche as yet. I should try going into the vegetarian supermarket around here in Singapore. Of course, drinks. What else is the favourite? Schnapps or Brenvin? You will see that a lot as well on the Easter table. Mm. Now I'm getting hungry. Words of the day. We have come to the segment whereby I will be introducing a simple Swedish phrase that you can use every day or try to impress your girlfriends and boyfriends. <laughs> so today's phrase is glad påsk. Glad påsk, which literally means happy Easter. Påsk is Easter, glad is happy. So that it is spelled G-L-A-D, glad påsk. P-A with a little O on the top. S-K Post Glad Post So you can wish your friends Glad Post You can put it on your Facebook Or you know um, Twitter or Instagram And put a little picture Of a bunny and egg And right there You know Glad Post Words of the day Okay everybody That is all that we have The time for you today Thank you so much for Being with me After so many 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 moons I've been missing so we hope to see you again next week don't forget you can always follow us on our Instagram that's uh, Fika Drotning underscore podcast F-I-K-A-D-R-O-T-T-N-I-N-G underscore podcast you can also follow us on our Facebook same ID Fika Drotning underscore podcast or you can check us out on our 
updates on our blog at www.feekatrotning.com If you have anything that you want to suggest or you want to give feedback about our episode for today or for the previous ones, you can always do so at contact that's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at feekatrotning.com F-I-K-A-T-R-O-T-T-N-I-N-G dot com And with that, remember to share the podcast with your friends and families, your colleagues and everybody because the more listeners, the merrier. And of course, we are available in almost a lot of platforms. So yeah, check us out on Spotify, Google, everywhere. (laughs) And with that, my dear listeners, remember to slow things down Mm -hmm. appreciate the good things in life and remember fika always tastes better with your fika gang with that my name is tini hey do everybody push or come from me vcs hey fika drop me